Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast with Hal Elrod. I'm your host, Nick Polkuski, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you will learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He is the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, an international keynote speaker, ultra-marathon runner, and the founder of VIPSuccessCoaching.com, Mr. Hal Elrod. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is your host, Hal Elrod, and uh, I'm on the road right now in between a camping trip and a wedding, and uh, hopefully hopefully the recording comes out okay because I am not in my usual setting. But uh, nonetheless, I wanted to make sure you got an episode this week, and today's episode's yeah, it's kind of a big, a big topic, right? We're going to talk about the purpose of life today, the purpose of life, and, and specifically, I'm talking about the purpose of your life or what is called often your life's purpose, right? So, the topic today, again, it's it's a big one. You know, what is my purpose in life? What? And I'm not here, by the way, to say that I've I've got it all figured out. I have all the answers, but I just want to share uh, what you know, kind of what some of the distinctions that I've made around purpose and how I apply it to my daily life, and hopefully in a way that really helps you to either discover your purpose or re-engage with your purpose or amplify your purpose uh, or figure out what in the heck a purpose is. Right. So uh, whatever whatever it, that is for you, whatever. It looks like um, uh, I'm excited for this. And, and by the way, if you are if you're a business person, if you're an entrepreneur, a professional, uh, I often call the the message I'm give, you know going to give today, or a version of this message, I call it transforming purpose into profit. So if you're listening to this, um, I think it'll apply to you from a personal perspective around finding a life's purpose. But also, if you want to apply that to your profession and 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 really literally use it to increase your profit, right? Turning perfect purpose into profit, uh, and doing it in a way that is very very authentic and very heart centered and, and aligned with your values and and who you are and and brings more fulfillment to your life. So, with that said, some of the questions to consider during today's podcast and and also after, you know, both during and after today's podcast, uh, do you know what your purpose is in life? Is it something that you've thought about? Um, you know, what is purpose? What, 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 how, how would you even define what some, what, what a, what it means to f- discover your purpose or decide on your purpose or create it or live with a sense of purpose? How important is it to know your purpose? Um, is it something, by the way, that you are supposed to discover or you know figure out something else? Could, someone else could tell it to you, or is it something that you get to create from scratch? Uh, and, and last but not least, again, if you're a business person, I just alluded to this, but how do you turn your purpose into profit? How do you actually integrate purpose into your business? And, and there's a lot of businesses now. This has become a very hot topic in terms of purpose-driven business. In fact, I think there's a book called The Purpose-Driven Economy. Um, there's a book called Firms of Endearment where they, you know, studied some of the world's most successful companies that are very purpose driven. Um, so I, I, you know, I don't think that I'm going to go that that's not really the angle of this call in terms of going into how to bring purpose into the workplace so much. But I think that you'll see, uh, from some examples that I share and a story that I share with you, uh, how you can actually, you know, take your purpose and, and make it something that, uh, is valuable for your business and, and for your family, uh, not just uh, you know personally fulfilling. So uh, a little bit of both. Uh, all right, I'm going to start with a story. So 
I actually just told this story. This is what inspired this podcast. I just came off of the Miracle Morning Mastery and Co-Creation Experience live event, and that, that is a mouthful, <laughs> definitely a mouthful. But we were in Chicago for three days, uh, just, just around 200 of us, and it was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. It, the, 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 the event was a hybrid event where the first half of each day, we gave to our attendees, gave to the audience, right? We, we led them through. We had some world-renowned mindfulness instructor, uh, Juliana Ray, who's been on the podcast before. She led people through guided meditation. We had a world-renowned fitness expert, Andrea Riggs. She came in and every single day started with 15 minutes of dancing. You know, I saw some people on Facebook. There were pictures posted from our attendees and people on Facebook go, I don't understand. Why all the rah-rah? Why all the dancing? And I said, you know, I gave a pretty lengthy explanation, but I said, it's putting you in a peak physical, mental, and emotional state to start an event. What, what better way to start it, right? It's not about raw, raw motivation. It's about, hey, let's put ourselves in a peak physical, mental, and emotional state. Um, at the event, I also <laughs> shared my new form of exercise that I do during the Miracle Morning, which I call laughing jumping jacks, or somebody called them laughing jet laugh jacks, I think, but uh, where you do jumping jacks, 100 jumping jacks in a row. You can do as many as you want. And you laugh hysterically while you do them. The, and this is a little bonus lesson for you on the podcast. I wasn't intending on sharing this, but uh, I, I also wasn't intending on sharing it at the event. And it came out in a Q&A session that John Berghoff had with me on stage. And we decided to lead the whole audience in 100 laughing jumping jacks. And you should try it. It's phenomenal. I just... I thought of it randomly when I was doing some jumping jacks a few weeks ago. And uh, yeah, it's a great ab workout. You just laugh hysterically while you do 100 jumping jacks. And you're putting yourself again, that peak mental and emotional state, right? When you smile, when you laugh, it releases endorphins, you feel good. And you're associating that with the exercise. Uh, It ends up benefiting you on on multiple levels. So um, the point is, at this event, during that same Q&A session where John Berghoff was asking questions of me, uh, I it came out randomly, but this story I shared on how I went from being ego-driven to purpose-driven and how I was able to take the success I'd achieved when I was ego-driven uh, and how I was able to re kind of re-engineer that to be more meaningful for me and purpose-driven in a way that wasn't just about me and my own success as it had been for so many years, but it was about it was about the bigger picture of how could I succeed at a higher level in a way that impacted everyone around me, not just me. And so uh, I shared that story and, and, and I shared kind of the outcome in a way that was relatable and actionable for our attendees. And I had quite a few people come up and say that was a game changer for them. And so because of that feedback, uh, that, that's what led to this whole <clears throat> podcast today. And we're going to talk about purpose, and I, I, you know, I spent time going deeper than just that story that I shared. So you've got some actionables, and you've got some different distinctions uh, around this topic of purpose. But I will, in, in just a minute or two here, I will share that story with you, and and I think that from the story itself, you'll be able to draw some powerful lessons and distinctions that y- you can apply to your own life and, and your own purpose. Um, trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to cover before we get into that. Uh, by the way, well, if you missed the live event that we just had, uh, we do have one coming up in, in December. It's our most popular event. It's called the Best Year Ever Blueprint. I'll use this as a, a quick opportunity for a shameless plug, but seriously, take 
two minutes, even now, pause the pause the podcast, go to bestyeareverlive.com. That's bestyeareverlive, L-I-V-E, bestyeareverlive.com. Uh, scroll down just to the second fold of the website and watch the video. It's like a three-minute video, and you'll know everything you need to know for the most part. There's more details on the page, but just when you see the video, you'll see what type of event it is. It's unlike any other event that I've ever been to, and, and the credit of that goes to John Berghoff, but uh, it's it's high energy. It's fun. It's people are you're laughing. You're crying. You're sharing. You're being vulnerable. You're getting out of your comfort zone, and maybe most importantly, you're experiencing what you need to experience uh, to create your best year ever in, in the following twelve months. So, best year ever blueprint. That's the name of the event. And uh, yeah, I'd love for you to be there. We last year we sold out about a month in advance, and I'm sure we'll sell it even faster this year. And it is in San Diego, California, December 9th through 11th. So, if you're going to be anywhere. In the world in December, uh, San Diego's got like a 72 degree average temperature that weekend, so it's uh, it's not a bad place to be. Um, all right, so I'm going to share the story with you, and this is uh, goes back to 2004, I believe. So what are we at? So 12 years ago, time flies. Where were you in 2004? Fall of 2004, I believe, is is uh, right around the time that this this took place, but. At that time, I had just bought my first house. I had bought a brand new house, and I had two of my closest friends were living with me and um, in the house, obviously. And uh, I had started reading books on enlightenment, and I read first. I think one of the first books I read was The Power of Now. Uh, read a book called Conversations with God. And I started to really delve into spirituality, if you will, and enlightenment was a topic that I was I was very interested in, and diving into the to- just spirituality in general, and, and especially into enlightenment, I, I came across this concept of ego and how most of us, like human beings by nature, were driven by ego, um, and it's not ego the way that most of us think, although it can be. I mean, it's, they're, they're interrelated, but this, it's not like boastful, like, oh, that guy's egotistical. It's simply the idea that, you know, we often much of what we do and why we do it is to either gain significance or to, uh, you know, be to look good. Or to, so it's something that's ego driven. And again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it's also not necessarily a good thing. But the the ego Here's the thing is either the ego controls us or we have an awareness of our ego and we're able to operate uh, from, a, from a higher level of thinking where we don't allow our ego to control us, but we make choices from a higher place, right, it, or a deeper place. And, and that's kind of where this topic of purpose is, is going to come into play here. So what I realized as I read these books is, wow, every, everything I do is, is for my ego. Like I, 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 I'm, you know, I, at that time in my life, just to, for a little bit of context in case you don't know my background, I was about five years into a sales career and I was one of the top sales reps for the company. So I'd broken all these lot of sales records and I was always in competition with you know, the top sales reps in the company where I was checking the standings every week and every month and every year and I was trying to beat people. And I realized that all of my success up until that point 
was because I was either trying to uh, look good for other people, I was trying to beat other people in, in terms of competition and sell more than they were, I was trying to break a record so that I could do something that no one else had ever done and feel really, really important and, and really cool. And I had this realization as I was diving into the topic of spirituality and enlightenment and reading books. I read books by Ken Wilber, which if you've read Ken Wilber, it's, I don't I don't know if I've ever gotten through a full Ken Wilber book. It like, it, you know, you have to, or at least for me, uh, I have to read like paragraphs five times to even, and then like Google, like, or go to the thesaurus and be like, or the dictionary and go, what, what in the heck does this mean? So, uh, so that's where I stopped. I didn't get any deeper than Ken Wilber, but so as I'm reading these books, I'm diving into this spiritual, uh, spirituality and, and enlightenment. Uh, I start to realize that my ego is 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 not where I, I don't want to live from the place of ego. And the uh, very quickly I decide, okay, I, I I no longer am going to value these things like significance and 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 looking good at the level that I have. Um, and and I'm not saying I'm not judging wrong or right. Just this is the journey that I was on. So. Uh, what happened was my success that I had achieved quickly dropped off. Like my income went from being more than I needed to make, like I made lots of you know great money and more than I needed to pay the bills and I was able to save a lot of money to making just enough to get by. My sales dropped off significantly. My income dropped off significantly and I was, I, I, you know, I wasn't in the poorhouse. Like I was making decent money, but it was just enough to pay the mortgage on this new house that I'd bought, right? And uh, what I realized was one day I looked at my roommates, my two of my closest friends, and I think one of them had a conversation about how he, you know, money was tight for him, and then I had a similar conversation with the other roommate, and I realized it just hit me one day because, or one day it hit me that. I was being, I was accepting mediocrity for myself in this, in this quest for spirituality and, and letting go of ego. I, because the ego was what had driven me to succeed at a high level, I now didn't have that motivation anymore. And I didn't care anymore about the things that I had cared about that were driving me. And so therefore, that's why the income dropped off. And I realized one day, wait a minute, I'm able to get by with the minimal effort that I'm putting forth. I'm able to make enough money to pay my bills. My roommates are not, however, they're looking toward me as their friend, as their example, as a mentor, as, as a leader. And the effort, the minimal effort I'm putting forth is not enough for them to achieve what they want to achieve. And all of a sudden it hit me that I'm hurting my roommates, that my success isn't just a, this is where I had this big revelation. My success isn't just about me. It's actually about the people that I care most about. It's how I'm living my life is giving them permission to do the same. And because I was on the spiritual quest, I was really accepting a level of mediocrity for myself in terms of professionally. So from that moment, I decided I owe it to my roommates. I owe it to my friends. I owe it to people that I love to not accept less than I'm capable of and to fulfill my potential and to be the best I can be, whether that meant number one or number three or whatever. It wasn't about the competition. It wasn't about the recognition. It was about actual self-actualization, fulfilling my potential 
in every way, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, professionally, in every single way. And in that moment, I made a decision. I'm going to get in the best shape of my life physically. I'm going to have the best year in my career. I'm going to work hard, and I'm going to make sure that the people that I love, that I care about, that they see me working hard, that I, inv- I invite them to work hard with me. I invite them when I'm making my sales calls to make them with me. I invite them to go to the gym with me. I invite them to eat health- healthy with me. I have this realization that my purpose in life is to live to my full potential so that I can understand how to help others do the same. And I can also inspire them simply by the way that I live my life. So that was the first time I I, I tapped into a sense of purpose. And here's the result. The next year I doubled my income. I doubled my sales. I, you know, I doubled my income and both of my roommates, this is what's the most fulfilling of it, they had their best, they both had their best years in their careers the following 12 months. So by me making the decision that I was going to achieve at a high level, not for ego-driven reasons, it doesn't mean, by the way, I think the ego is fine. It's, it's fine if the ego doesn't control you, but you pull it out when you want to enjoy it, right? Like if you want to get recognition and you enjoy recognition, we all do. That's fine, right? So it's not judgment that the ego is bad, but it's, if the ego is controlling you unconsciously, that can cause a lot of problems. That can hurt your relationships. It, it can create a lack of fulfillment. There's a whole slew of challenges that that can present when the ego is unconscious consciously driving your behavior. But when you can be aware that your ego is there and that you can make conscious decisions, not based on ego, but based on purpose, now it's the sense of you create a a much higher level of thinking and way of being, and you're not being controlled by the ego, but you are more in control of your decisions and your life and and what you say and what you think and what you do uh, and how you show up in the world and the impact that you make in the lives of the people that matter most to you. So, That was the first time I identified purpose once again. And so think about for you, that purpose. So purpose, by the way, doesn't have to be fancy or specific. It doesn't doesn't have to be like, I need to eradicate the world of, of, you know, hunger or like whatever. No, it can be as general as my purpose in life is to fulfill my potential so that I can inspire the people that I love to fulfill theirs, and that I can understand how to help them do it, how to support them in being their best, right? So that's it. And that's a universal purpose that I I think we all, my own opinion, my own personal opinion, you don't have to agree, but is that we have a responsibility to the people that we love to fulfill our potential so that we can help them fulfill theirs, right? Like if we all do that, I mean, the world all of a sudden self-actualizes, you know, together. Uh, And so, where the transition was is going from ego-driven to purpose-driven, I actually was able to be more successful and it was a lot more fulfilling because it wasn't just about me, but it was about the people that I loved and cared about the most. And now I look at, you know, it's been what, 12 years since then. And I look at that's everything that I do, that's still a big part of my purpose. And now I do it for my family, right? Like I have to self-actualize so that I can teach my kids I've got a six-year-old daughter, a three-year-old son. I've got to teach my children how to self-actualize, how to fulfill their potential. So I owe it to them, right? I've got to lead by example. I also need to fulfill my potential to support them financially, right? Be able to give them security, financial security, um, and all of that good stuff. And so so I want to share uh, a few different things around purpose. So now you have a little bit of context, a little bit of background. Um, How do you figure out what your purpose is? So there's a few distinctions I want to give you. Number one, purpose can change. It's always 
uh, evolving or it can always evolve. So you might choose a purpose that sticks with you the rest of your life, but your or your purpose can evolve as you evolve. Or you can have more than one purpose, or I should say and, and you can have more than one purpose. So the first purpose I ever had was to fulfill, fulfill my potential so that I can understand how to help others fulfill theirs. Now, I didn't define that as my purpose. I didn't think of it in those terms, but that's what it was. I just didn't call it my purpose, but it's what my focus was, if you will. The second purpose, and this is often when I talk about purpose, this is what I usually share as my first purpose because this was the one that I actually learned about purpose. I read a book called Love is the Killer App by Tim Sanders, uh, and my purpose became selflessly adding value uh, for other people, right? So I wanted, I made my purpose about how can I serve others, help others, and that also elevated my success. So it's, again, going from ego to purpose, I actually was able to achieve more, but do it in a way where it helped other people too, right? So it was a now a win-win versus just, I'm the best, look at me, I'm number one, yada, yada, yada. And the third purpose that I've added into the equation, and, and by the way, going back to the point of view, can, your purpose can change and you can have more than one. Uh, for me, these are layered on top of each other. The third purpose now, and this is really the Miracle Morning movement, it's the mission around the Miracle Morning, but it's to elevate the consciousness of humanity one morning at a time. And while it has a nice ring to it, it sounds like a you know cute tagline, um, it's actually, I mean, it's literally what my, my purpose in life is, is how can I elevate the conscience of humanity one morning at a time or one person at a time? And the way that I do that, there's specific ways to do it through the events that we do and, and just me doing this podcast and, and sharing the Miracle Morning and giving copies to uh, charity or, you know, selling copies, I mean, whatever, right? So there's different ways. And, and that's the second, the next point I want to go into is different ways to execute your purpose. And that's where I want to talk real quick about your purpose versus your mission. And this isn't a big topic, but it's just a quick distinction. Um, purpose versus mission. The way that I define this, and this is my own way of explaining this, so this isn't necessarily, it's not fact. You can, you can play with this and, and, and adopt it as, it as it fits for you. But the way that I distinct, the distinction I make between mission and purpose is um, a mission is a specific goal, right? So my mission is my, my, so if I'm elevating the consciousness of humanity one morning at a time, that's my purpose. And a purpose is a universal guiding principle. Right, so if you're taking notes, which you know, not a bad idea, um, your mission is your is a specific goal, right, or specific outcome or specific result, right? Goal, outcome, result. You can use whatever word uh, you want. In fact, I'm going to write that down in my notes. Uh, goal, outcome, or result. Um, and then your purpose uh, is a universal guiding principle. So the I always have missions or a mission involved. Uh, to execute my purpose. So for example, the purpose that I most shared that I'm, is most recent, <clears throat> elevating the consciousness of humanity one morning at a time. And that is the miracle morning mission, if you will, um, or I guess purpose. But uh, the that is kind of vague. It's general. It's a guiding principle. It reminds me that the greatest value I feel that I have to add to the world is through the miracle morning. So I'm sharing it every chance I get, I'm, I'm, you know, sharing it with other people, right? So that's, that's my purpose of elevating the consciousness of humanity one morning at a time. 
Now, mission is a specific goal, outcome, or result. It's hard to measure if you're elevating the conscience of humanity one morning at a time, right? It's not a specific goal. There's not an end game there. It's not like, oh, we've done it. You know, you can rub your hands together and go, all right, uh, what's next? No, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's the rest of my life, right? Um, and, and so your purpose is something that's universal that you can typically apply it to everything that you do. You can filter your choices through it. So if, let me go back to the first one. Fulfill my potential so that I can understand how to help others fulfill theirs. That's universal. It means every day that I wake up, every decision that I make, everything that I do can filter through that, right? I can ask myself, is this choice fulfilling my potential so that I can help others fulfill theirs? Is eating this cheeseburger, this food fulfilling my potential is, you know, if back going back to the sales roots, when I was thinking of think for you, if you have the decision, do I go to the gym or not? Do I watch TV or do I read this book? Do I blank or blank? Do I do the miracle morning or do I sleep in? Right. You can back test it against that purpose of, well, okay, which decision is going to move me closer to fulfilling my potential so that I can understand how to help others fulfill theirs. So that's a universal guiding principle that I can apply to everything. There's um, purpose. Mission is a specific goal, outcome, or result. So that year that I t- talked about with my roommates and all of that after I discovered a purpose, um, I had a specific goal to sell $200,000 of Cutco knives. That was my mission for that year, and I literally wrote it as my mission, the single most important goal, result, or outcome for that year. That was my mission, and that mission was in alignment with per- with my purpose. So I wanted to share that with you as a distinction is that your purpose is something that should be a large universal guiding principle that is in alignment with your values and then your mission or you can have multiple missions or actually according to my definition you can't. Your mission is your simply your number one goal. That's it. Your single most important goal is your mission. Then you can have the rest of your goals. But your goals and your purpose should be aligned and you should be able to filter your goals through your purpose and vice versa. Your purpose through your goals. Um, and they should support each other, right? So your mission or your goals should be supporting your purpose and your purpose should be aligned with and supporting your mission and your goals. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, if it doesn't, leave a comment underneath the uh, podcast. Uh, if you go to halelrod.com forward slash 133, uh, I believe that'll take you to the show notes uh, and you can leave me questions and comments and uh, I'll try to answer every single one. Um, so that's it. So so that's it. So to kind of recap, right? I, I mentioned beginning with your with some questions to consider during and after the call, which is, do you know what your purpose is in life? And I want to share with you, I've had a lot of my coaching clients after I share these concepts with them, they go, well, Hal, I really, you know, I, that, that purpose that you shared about selflessly adding value for others, or that purpose you shared about fulfilling your potential so you can help others do the same. I, I, I really, I resonate with that, or I, I like that. Can I, can I use that? And the answer is yes. Like, you know, there's no, these aren't trademarked. There's no like, oh, well, no, 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 that's my purpose. It's off limits. You have to think of your own. Um, in fact, I'm sure I, took, you know, borrowed my purposes for combinations of all of the teachers and mentors and, you know, books I've read over my life that have all culminated into those thoughts and and that, those ideas and that, those purposes. Um, so you can start with one of those. If you want to try one of those on for size, um, then that's fine. And then the thing is, again, purpose can 
change. It can grow. It can evolve. It can expand. It can be edited, adjusted, added on, duplicated, right? It's not stagnant. So don't put pressure on yourself to be like, oh my gosh, my purpose in life, it's got to be like the, the exact one. I've, you know, I've got to, I've got to, Right. Like, I don't know. People are, people put so much pressure to have, like, they think that it was predetermined. And if you believe that, and that, I'm not saying it's not, I don't know. I'm not, I don't have the, all the answers, but people have this pressure that like, what is my purpose in life? You know, and it was predetermined and huh, I'm supposed to figure out what it is. And then maybe that you pray about it. And you know, it's like, God, what is my purpose? And maybe God doesn't answer the way you want it. You don't know. Just make it up, make it up, pick one that works, read a book, figure out, you know, Google, what is purpose? I mean, whatever, right? Borrow mine, borrow somebody else's, make it up. What? Just get quiet and ask yourself, what's the most important thing to me? What do I want to be remembered for, right? Those are some great questions. Like there's some great questions. Here's some questions to think of when you're thinking of your purpose. What do I want to be remembered for? What impact do I want to make on the world? When I wake up, how do I, when I go through my day and I interact with others, what impact do I want to make in their lives, right? What do I, so, so, so those are some, some questions you can ask yourself as you're, you're, you're thinking through this. And that's my assignment for everybody. My assignment is schedule 30 minutes to, to an hour, you know, maybe you need more, um, but at least 30 minutes minimum to start brainstorming what your purpose is for this year. And I, I, I say that very intentionally because that takes a little pressure off. Right? I know that the title of the podcast today is The Purpose of Life, but again, it's the purpose of life, your life, right now, until further notice, until you think of something better, until something new comes into your world or into your consciousness or you evolve or you grow or whatever. Um, but yeah, think of what's your purpose right now? What's the first one? Here, actually, let's make it, forget even your purpose for this year. What's the first purpose that you want to try on for size, like an outfit at, the, at, at, at a clothing store and see if it fits? right? Walk around in it. You know, maybe it's a new pair of shoes. You walk around, you look in the mirror, you turn to one side, you turn to the other side, right? Maybe you ask the clerk, hey, do these look good on me, right? Like you just try it on. And if it doesn't look good on you, right? You put it back on the shelf and and you you go try something else on. And purpose is the same way. So get rid of this pressure that you got to have it all perfect and figured out. And, you know, the one purpose that's going to stick with you forever and just try a purpose on for size. Try a purpose on for size. And if you already have one, awesome. Hopefully what you've learned today or what you've heard today, you've heard some new distinctions that will amplify and expand and enhance uh, your life's purpose. And if you've never even given it thought, uh, hopefully this opened your eyes to, uh, to what's possible and how you can benefit from uh, spending time to articulate a purpose in, ri- in writing. And then from there, uh, start living by it and, and playing with it and have fun with it and evolving it and adjusting it and, uh, and, and allowing it to serve you. And, and if you're in business, like I said, you can take that purpose in the way that I did and turn it into profits because when you're working for a purpose bigger than yourself, right? Well, then your own insecurities and self-doubt, like the, you, you have to override that. It's not even about you, right? That becomes the mantra for me for my purposes. It's not about me. Like, it's not about me. Oh, I don't feel like it today. Like, I'm tired. I don't feel like working. or I don't feel like doing that thing I needed to do. It's not about me. It's not about you, right? It's about a purpose bigger than me and bigger than you. So I hope that you uh, will schedule the 30 minutes to review your purpose, uh, you know, brainstorm your purpose, and put it to work in your life uh, and start living a purpose-driven life. So love you guys and gals. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. It means more to me 
then you know. And uh, until next time, go out there, achieve your goals, and I will talk to you next week, everybody. Take care. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. So we want to know what were your big takeaways from this episode. Simply head on over to hellara.com slash 133 for episode number 133 and leave a comment on the show notes page letting us know what your big takeaways were. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to hellara.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button, and then if you would, please leave a rating and review because rating and reviews truly are the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because they help more people find out about the podcast and decide if this is the one for them. So now until next week, it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals. to grow your business using podcasting but don't have the time to edit the audio insert the intro and outro write up the show notes post the episode to all the different sites and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required then you need yourpodcastguru.com where you bring the content and we take care of the rest we'll even co-host the show for you visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world